The first reading that we have today is from the book of Habakkuk. Uh, the prophet's name means to embrace or to wrestle. And given that, I thought I would include a story of a wrestler. I heard about Dan on the radio program a few years ago and did a bit of research. It was a story that fits quite well with our readings today. Dan spent a lot of time wrestling with things in his life. He was, as they say, a late bloomer. He got picked on at school a lot by others and just regular people as well because he had a bit of a demure statue compared to others his age. So he decided that he needed to do something. So he turned to sports, specifically to wrestling, to try and get over this, to feel better not only about himself, but so that others wouldn't pick on him. He wanted to get stronger and tougher, and by the time he was 15 and a freshman in high school, he was winning wrestling matches, and he was looking forward to a terrific high school wrestling career. But on the way home from a match in Cody, Wyoming, it was a tournament in Denver. The van in which Dan was riding struck a big boulder that had fallen into the highway. He and his teammates and the driver were tossed aside and hit the wall of the canyon and the van careened off the side. Dan was sitting in the front seat and with the impact he was thrown out the window through the windscreen, thrown into the rocks, bounced off of them and he landed next to the broken van and he laid in the dirt, motionless and barely alive. He had a cracked skull, a damaged and bleeding brain, and a severed spine. But he was alive. After two weeks and many operations and while still in the hospital, Dan asked the doctor a simple question. When can I wrestle again? The doctor was unable to conceal her mirth, snickered and shaking her head and said, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do much anymore. You should just be happy to even think about walking again. This devastating news was hard for Dan. So he turned to God and cried out, just like Habakkuk, why, Lord, why? Most of us here have probably done that at some point in our lives. 
maybe even doing so for something that was much less traumatic than what Dan Baudry had experienced. Habakkuk cried out in anguish to God, demanding answers for misery, devastation, and violence that surrounded him. He asked those questions. How long? Why? When? All the questions that we've probably put to God at some point in our lives. And if we haven't done it yet, we most likely will do sometime before we die. But God responded to Habakkuk in his typically enigmatic way, saying, wait for it. I, it will not disappoint. Have faith. Now, we all know that God's answer is the right answer. And it is what we should do. But how many of us like to be told to wait or to have faith when we're facing serious illness or maybe have lost a job or we're crushed under the weight of family and work responsibilities and trials? We've probably heard those two words, have faith, so often. And maybe we've even recited themselves ourselves when we just don't know what to say. And maybe that phrase, have faith, has become a bit annoying, saccharine, and trite. It isn't easy to appreciate our faith as a gift from God when he throws us to the mat, to use a wrestling term. But when we are down for the count, it is especially important that we turn to our faith and not give up or give in. In his book, Mercy, Walter Casper writes, and I quote, without God, we are completely and hopelessly handed over to our worldly faith, to chance and the impulse of history, end quote. It's a bit terrifying to think this way, and it is, in fact, not how God wants us to live. Living by faith, on the other hand, is how he wants us to live. It teaches us to trust and to believe that God is extremely faithful to his favored part of creation, his favored part that is you and me. And he keeps his promises. Faith gives us the calm assurance that God has a plan that's greater than anything that we can imagine, greater than anything that comes before us in our trials and tribulations. 
It gives us both the strength to endure the hardships of this life and the encouragement and the perseverance to overcome them. Faith is the knowledge not only that life is worth living, but also that it is made to be worth living. So it's for this reason that the apostles in the gospel beg Jesus for more faith. Jesus had just explained the demands of the Christian life, and the apostles were scared. They realize that they need faith to lead them through the trials of this world and into the kingdom of God. But they don't understand the power of the faith that they already have. They don't understand that faith as minuscule as a mustard seed could cause a tree to uproot itself and fly out into the ocean. Jesus tells them that they already have that faith, the faith that they need to live the kingdom of God in the here and now. That's why St. Paul in our second reading calls us to boldly proclaim our faith to the world. No matter how little we may have left, our faith will always be our most powerful aspect that we have. And the match between evil and good, between giving in and getting on with it. The wrestler Dan Beaudry spent a lot of time before his accident wrestling with pain and frustration and doubt. And after his accident, it may seem that any faith he had was exhausted, and who could blame him? At his breaking points and lying there broken, he cried out like Habakkuk, Why, Lord, why? Dan really didn't have anything else, but in fact, he had his faith. You see, he spent a lot of time with his family before the accident, going to church every day and every Sunday when he was growing up. He and his family went to Mass every week so that by the time of his accident, his mustard seed of faith had grown and blossom. Even bruised and battered as he was, physically and mentally, Dan's faith gave him the strength, the courage, and the perseverance, not only to walk again, but to return to the mat. Two years after the accident, of a lot of therapy and a lot of will, 
an incredible faith. Dan Baudry defied medical explanation and won the Wyoming State Wrestling Championship as a junior and as a senior in high school. And in an interview, he said to the reporter, through the recovery process, my faith was the most important thing that I had. Dan went on to study electrical engineering to learn how to make prosthetics for wounded soldiers. And at 22 years of age, to this day, he continues to work in his beloved Catholic Church, and he became a Knight of Columbus. When Dan was at his worst, he turned to all that he had left, his faith and his God. Let us hope that we are not put to such a test. But if we are, let us turn to what remains, just as Dan did, our faith and our God. And so brothers and sisters in Christ, there is no time like the present to develop such faith before we need to call on it, before we need to call on our God to save us.